Welcome to Stance for Health podcast with Dr. Rod and Karen Wirth, where becoming healthy is not complicated. Control your health by focusing on six areas of life that we teach you so you finally have the energy you want, have to do what you want instead of being a victim of your age. I have over 20 years experience working as a chiropractor and Karen is a author, speaker, and longevity coach. We've seen how a tiny change in your habits today can open up your life to a powerful future. Start today and take your stance for health. Hi, Dr. Rodney. Welcome to Stance for Health podcast. And seated next to me is the birthday girl, birthday week, Karen Sebastian Worth, also known as the Hope Lady, and so many other things, author, speaker, uh, amazing. What we're talking about. <laughs> well, thank so, you for that. I really appreciate it. It's been a wonderful week. And by the time you hear this, it'll be past it and almost time for Dr. Rodney's birthday. And we love to celebrate and we love to celebrate health. So today we've got some really interesting bits of information to give you about something you might not have thought about. When I think of vitamins, I, I often just, we, we kind of, these are, there's like two or three things that we just kind of go until maybe recently, we don't really think about this particular vitamin. And we certainly don't think of it in relationship to another vitamin that's even more obscure. So this is a thing that came to the forefront, I would say probably more during uh, the shutdown during COVID yes. than just about any other time, because we hear about it in relationship to immune system, but we didn't think of it as immune function. We thought of it as something else. And that something else is calcium absorption and driving calcium into the bones. And this is something you see in conjunction with vitamin D enriched milk and such things as that. So we're talking about vitamin, vitamin D. D. And I was laughing because the title of the podcast already told, probably already told them that, but you kept yeah. them in suspense. Right, right, but... right, right. Yeah. So I, <laughs> I, I just, yeah. When you're listening to it. Yeah. Just let's just, just, just get past this part. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. I think the at issue here is that it is an inexpensive supplement that you can take, but it does so much more than just build your bones yes. because up to now it's been, okay, you got to have vitamin D for these reasons. And so we want to show you some research that's just amazing. When I think of vitamin D, I, I also think of immune function, but I, I first heard about it as something related to uh, calcium absorption and help helping as a, as a, a cofactor to uh, absorption of calcium. So I looked at this list and it's almost like saying something almost like the magnesium, the miracle of magnesium, yes. right? The D, oh, I can't think of anything that starts like miracle of magnesium. We're just going to say what the defiant what D, <laughs> right? It defies, <laughs> it defies the following. It's just amazing. So th these are the things that are going to jump off the page at you if, you if you request this article or if you go to the same article. I think it's available on PubMed. All you have to do is look at the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition, volume 85, and that's vitamin D supplementation. 
So it's, it, it reads like a who's who of effects, right? You've got peripheral neuropathy. You often think of that as almost like something that has to do with uh, diabetes. Diabetes. And Interesting so, connection. Yeah. What else? Uh, autism, inflammation. That's huge. Not autism, inflammation, autism. Autism, comma, inflammation, heart activity. I already said insulin resistance, but here's another one that got my attention. PCOS, so polycystic some you, ovarian syndrome. Maybe you're listening to this and you're like, wait a minute, I, vitamin D, that was never referenced to me when, mm-hmm. when I was diagnosed with that. Mm-hmm. What about depression? I mean, well, there is the connection between not going outside and depression. Hmm. Interesting. Yes. Yes. You start to make all kinds of connection to the great outdoors with vitamin D. What about skin rejuvenation? Now, see, that's talking about sun. Uh huh. I think we've been told a myth Mm -hmm. that you should avoid all sun. And when we get to the how to, increase it besides supplementation is to go out in the sun without sunscreen because we have been sold the myth that you cannot should not be exposed to any sun because right. you could get cancer but this is speaking different that actually to rejuvenate your cells yeah and it's actually wow. an it's an anti-cancer vitamin wow yeah what about reg- regulation of blood pressure never heard that connection uh, cell proliferation, in other words, cell multiplication. Mm-hmm. Amazing, right? Which because you replicate your body. What's that? How you rep your body replicates and makes a copy of itself that you say often? Oh, um, well, it's part of it's generally metabolism, but right. talking about your uh, cells reproduce themselves. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So that gets my attention. Um, insulin secretion, we mentioned that. And then immune cells, that's that's the thing we mentioned earlier, immune cells, modulation and immune responses. What about optimal muscle performance? That is long with magnesium. Yeah. So if Okay, you're... so I've got my two absolutely cannot survive. Well, now I've got more than two, but magnesium D rises up to the level of magnesium then. It it's seems a like it. Dynamic D. Yeah, dynamic D. I like it. Yeah. So, uh, and so I'll, I wanted to mention uh, K very closely to this so that you, you tell calcium where to go. Because if you get enough D, but you're not getting enough K, uh, you can run into some problems. But uh, K deficiency was first heard and first mentioned to me in relationship to my sister having nosebleeds back in the 70s. Hmm. And Dr. Puentes, shout to him and his kids, are probably our age now. And he, he said, yeah, she's got a vitamin K deficiency. She was getting nosebleeds. And so that's interesting to me that, that I first heard about it in reference to nosebleeds. So I've that clotting factors and things like that. So what else uh, jumps out at you when you start thinking of vitamin D, Karen? Well, one of the research outcomes that was interesting, it A study showed that if you took the supplements, you would have a vitamin D. You supplemented your nutrition with actually taking the vitamin D. It was a 7% decrease in all-cause mortality. Whoa, 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 whoa. Back up. Replay. Full stop. Say it again. One study showed that 5.7 years 
of supplementation of vitamin D resulted in a 7% decrease in all cause mortality over that period of time. The reduction was 8% for those who supplemented, supplemented for at least three years. So what they're saying is it's important enough that they saw it as a cause to reduce all-cause mortality. So anytime you can reduce all-cause mortality by any amount, you want to do that. Hey. And, and it's cheap. I, I think there's some natural questions that might pop up into this. Is there? Well, is the there... main one that I realize is like vitamin C, water-soluble, goes out of your body. Mm -hmm. But when you talk about vitamin A, we've been really cautioned, don't take too much vitamin A. In fact, they're saying just get it from, from your food. Vitamin D, however, can be used at very high levels and not be harmful. So I think what you've heard, maybe you're listening to this and you've heard, well, yeah, I've heard all fat. You should caution, be cautioned, be all cautious with all fat-soluble vitamins. And yes, because of what, just what Karen just mentioned. And yet the, the thing is that, is that many of them are problems only when you don't have enough of the cofactors that go with them. And all I mean by cofactor is, you know, if you're going to take D, take K too. If you're going to, if, and you, if you want to build your, your bone mass, take magnesium, take K and take D and the calcium that you get in your diet will be sufficient. I like that. Yeah. So it's interesting to me, Dr. Rodney, because if a new product came out, they would almost think it was like snake oil back in the day, you know, with the in the in the county fair, they're selling this will grow your hair and, and it's a tonic and all of that. If there were something that you knew could reduce your mortality, could cause you to live longer, the longevity, like we talk about, if there were something you could do that was inexpensive and just took it every day, wouldn't you take that? Absolutely. It's so funny you say snake oil because fish oil is actually one of those things that in addition to this, if you did fish oil and vitamin D, it'd be about a six, 68, almost 70% all-cause mortality reduction with this D magnesium. It's no wonder you take a multi-supplement in addition to these things that we're mentioning today and all of a sudden you're your all-cause mortality starts to drop dramatically, early mortality. Isn't that something? That is. And see, we've been taught many myths about this. Yes. And so we just are excited to share this as you take your steps for help because the reality is that it's so easy to do. Yeah. So rather than talking today, we chose rather than talking about the toxicity of D or vitamins, it's really rampant that we're having deficiency issues in the very same places except for A. How do I know if I'm vitamin D deficient? I think the best way to do it is to do a is to do a blood test ultimately. I mean okay. you can you can explore as a starting point. Mm -hmm. If if maybe you're having some of the symptoms that we've mentioned, or you know, you could you look at you know your bones are aching, you're you're 
your brain fog, you're depressed. Sunlight is actually a cofactor with D in helping you get over that. And uh, in addition to that, you're all, we're also talking about getting outside and you're moving, you're getting out outdoors be- from behind the glass. So with that, the thing that jumped out at me from this research is that I need to get out for 10 to 15 minutes, three times a week with sun exposure to my face, my arms, and my hands. Yeah. But that's what I always put sunscreen on because I I don't want to get the wrinkles. So I think if I studied this, now I went in depth in this part, is to get out in the sun, but at certain times of the day, because it's it's that noon, that window from noon to two or maybe even four, particularly where we live here in Texas, where it's very hot. So that's why I go out. My first thing that I do every morning is it's not a lot of sun on me, but I'm outside drinking my water, grounding, my face lifted up. And that's how I start my day every day for about 10 minutes. So what are maybe some of the things that you're wondering about with regard to like risk factors? You know, how do I know if I'm D deficient? Maybe that's what you were asking. And I gave you this, the the quick answer of get a blood test and that's the surefire way. It's like, okay, if you if you come in deficient and there's certain recommendations for that, and we'll get into how much you should take here in just a minute. And we'll hopefully dispel the confusion on that too, because of the unit recommendations. Sometimes it's micrograms, sometimes it's milligrams, and sometimes it's international units. So risk factors for vitamin D deficiency or insufficiency, uh, you can mention any of these you want to, uh, obviously diet, low sun exposure, and age. Older you get, the less likely you are to absorb it and to make vitamin D. And then obviously, if you're darker skinned, your skin doesn't uh, make as much vitamin D from the sun. Living far south or far, far north of the equator as well. What about the season? Most of the time we get bundled up in the summer and the springtime. We unbundle in the summertime, but we're indoors in the summertime, especially here in That's Texas. That's just hot, yeah. Yeah. Any of these uh, risk factors jump out at you, Karen? Well, I think that one of the things that I, is of a concern if people have had any kind of uh, surgery, bariatric surgery for weight loss, that, that they will just have a hard time absorbing all vitamins. It's kind of nutrition. a two-edged sword, isn't it? You want to you want to you want to drop the weight sometimes at any cost because you're if you're morbidly obese, that can be a problem, especially because research finds that people that are, are obese uh, have lower vitamin D levels. And we don't know why that is exactly. Sometimes, you know, maybe they're self-conscious, they cover up or try to cover up, or maybe they don't get outside as much. And and so uh, another study showed that uh, a pretty ro- two robust studies showed that uh, people with low back pain, oftentimes, in fact, most of the time, eighty percent of the time, had low vitamin D levels. Crazy. Yeah. So, it's so easy to do something about it. Yeah. And so if you're if you're hang if you're trying to hang your hat on if you're counting the number of nutrients that we've mentioned so far, if we're just talking about review, uh, is obviously magnesium. A fish oil, vitamin D, and a, probably a good multi. I don't know if we've mentioned a good multi, but I'm I'm saying it now. <laughs> so, anything else that you that you wanted to say about vitamin D? 
you know, you can talk about it all you want, but you have to swallow them if you're doing supplements. You still got to put it in your body. Yeah. And, and how so much? I think consistency is critical. It's not going to hurt you. So do it. Yeah. So I, I wanted to give you just a quick, uh, like how much is recommended, figure out how deficient you are first, and, and then you can go from there. And then the amount of recommendations have been as high as depending on how deficient you are, they can, they can range clear up into the hundreds of micrograms, milligrams, or international units. That gets a little confusing. So just go to calculator.com. I'm going to go home and take my subs. Yeah. That's what I call my supplements. Dr. Rodney very lovingly puts them out. We have a little what other people use for their meds. Yeah, we're redeeming that. (laughs) And uh, so we have one for every day, one for me, one side for me and one side for him. And I skip sometimes. So this has given me incentive. Mm. I I want to be in it for the long haul. It's one of those things that we we don't want to have to supplement. We don't want to have to wear braces. We don't want to have to do certain things. If you look at the original design of our bodies is is to get enough of these nutrients. And if you're not getting enough, what else are you going to do? You're not getting enough in your food. The confusion oftentimes is I'm I'm still alive. I haven't starved to death, but you're nutrient deficient. And that's the difference between calorie intake and nutrient intake. And you'll find in the blue zones, those places in the world where people often live to be over a hundred, they have nutrient rich foods and they eat nutrients and it's not a ton of calories. So wanted to mention that again for for those that might be thinking that through. So I'm Dr. Rodney. And I'm Karen, the Hope Lady. So glad to speak with you today about vitamin D so that we can help you take your stance for for health. Thank you for joining us at Stance for Health podcast, where getting healthy and staying that way are not as complicated as you might think. Subscribe now and discover steps and small changes that can increase your energy and open the door to vibrant health and longevity. If this podcast has been helpful, please write a review. We'll see you next time.